0: Welcome back to the Meet St. Louis podcast. Each week we take you behind the scenes of your favorite restaurants, breweries, and small businesses. I'm your host, Alexa Zotos with KMOV. St. Louis is in the midst of a bagel boom, one we've all been waiting on for years. One of the best places to debut in town this year is Bagel Union in Webster Groves. From the owners of the beloved sandwich shop Union Loafers and the makers of arguably some of the best bread in town, Bagel Union was born. It opened to long lines earlier this year and the growth continues. We sat down with head baker, Jackie Polson, and Brian Moxie, who serves as executive chef for the restaurant group. We talk about the bagel making progress, the growth and expansion of Union Loafers, and how restaurants across St. Louis use the bread in all kinds of ways let's meet jackie and brian thanks for joining us on the podcast guys yeah thanks Thanks for having us us. we're uh you guys are closed here at bagel union while we're recording this because it normally is it's not this quiet in here
1: yeah (laughs) it's not usually this quiet
0: what's it like on a non-open day in terms of prep and getting ready for the busy opening days
1: uh, Mondays there's usually one or two people here doing some light prep work and on Tuesdays is a normal production day as far as bagels go so mixing, shaping, uh, and whatever other side work we need to kind of set ourselves up for the week.
0: Yeah, what does that look like and how has that sort of evolved and changed since opening and seeing the success that you guys have had here at Bagel Union? Uh, I would say the biggest change has just been
1: the ever climbing volume.
2: Yeah. Lots of, lots of new faces on staff. Uh, production numbers are way up for sure.
0: What did you start with? Like when you first opened, how many bagels were you making for a day? I don't even remember. Maybe (laughs)
1: 1500, maybe. Uh, Yeah. and now what? I mean, we're 1800 on a slow day as my par and we're parring about 3500 on a
0: Saturday.
2: Wow. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Did you expect that? I did. (laughs) You knew what was coming. Right.
2: I, 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 like, I feel like we were very hopeful that it would be as successful as it is and, you know, thankful that it's panned out that way, for sure.
0: Yeah. I mean, St. Louis has sort of been lacking um, a really solid bagel joint for a while. When did the kind of concept, the idea start rolling around? I think Ted and Sean had this
1: idea for a number of years. I mean, in pre covid So it's been building for a while.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, you know, I could look back to Instagram Mm -hmm. as, as a, as a guest at Union Loafers getting excited about the bagel announcement and then, you know, COVID happened and everything shut down. But I think, I think Ted and Sean have been working on this one for a while, for sure.
0: And so it opened with huge success. Um, Walk us through the bagel making process. Like what makes a really good bagel? Uh, So what we're doing here is a three-day process.
1: Uh, The first day is our bigo, which is our pre-ferment. Day two would be the mixing and shaping of all the bagels, and then it gets an overnight retardation uh, to be boiled and baked on the third day.
0: So it's not a simple process. So when someone's like, wait, why are you out of bagels?
1: Well, yep, yeah, we gotta think this, three days ahead this yeah. started
0: three days ago Yep, yeah, absolutely and um and so when you talk about that process and you kind of like explain it to people does it connect with them do they get you know what makes this kind of bagel a little bit more special
1: I think it would depend on who you're talking to <laughs> but for for most people I think that they understand that it's you know an artisanal product that we're putting a lot of uh a lot of love and effort into mm-hmm. so
0: And when we're talking about bagels, let's talk about, you know, what bagels you guys are serving. What are, what's the most popular bagel? That lady that just walked in really wanted that cherry crunch. She really wanted the cherry crunch. Uh,
1: I think our most popular is everything. It's, I always say it's the pepperoni pizza of the bagel world. Uh, But cherry crunch is definitely a hot seller around here. Yeah, absolutely.
0: (laughs) And, you know, when you're, you you guys have obviously other things as well, Locks the beet locks or whatever the play on the beat locks is, is so freaking good. If people haven't tried it, I always tell people, like, you've got to get it because it's so interesting and unique. When you guys are kind of creating the menu, how do you decide how big to go, how small to keep it? Walk me through that kind of conversation.
2: Um, I guess, you know, I I feel like a lot of the the menu is kind of not necessarily predetermined, but... Pre-thought of or whatever, and then just kind of seeing what what naturally fits, starting small and and building into it, uh, and you know responding to what people are asking for, and you know what we're comfortable producing on this scale. We added you know the deli salads and stuff that Loafers has been known for. Uh, I think those have taken off really well. Mm-hmm. Um,
0: is that kind of part of something you have to think about though? Is okay how much can we produce you know how much can we produce without sort of taking away from the main star which is the bagels
1: i mean yeah to some extent i think that most of most of what restricts us has to do with either labor or space Mm -hmm. more so yeah
0: because this isn't a huge space you're working with here it's not huge especially (laughs) when you have 10 people plus on staff trying to do stuff absolutely yeah. how did um how did this become sort of the space for bagel union
2: uh you know that's some some of these i feel like are better <laughs> questions for for yeah. ted and sean you know yeah. i mean like they this this space became available and i think i think this idea was already part of the conversation mm-hmm. and it just kind of clicked i mean webster's really welcomed this concept with open arms and and you know st louis uh, as a whole as well has been very good to us. Um, yeah.
0: So you came on to sort of the team when, uh,
2: last March,
0: last March. Okay. So just hitting sort of that year mark, what made you, well, first off, give people a little background of your story. Um, when did you start cooking? When did you get excited about the kitchen being in a kitchen?
2: Uh, yeah, I guess, uh, my undergrad, I did uh, hotel restaurant management and there was one course inside of it that was kitchen related. And that was, that was it. I was kind of hooked. So it was definitely during my undergrad, uh, at Mizzou and I've, I've been cooking ever since. I went, i moved to New York for culinary school, worked there for a number of years, uh, moved back here. My family and I. Uh, 2012.
0: What brought you back to the St. Louis area?
2: Um, you know, it was a big conversation between my wife and I. We we're, you know, we're still, still raising our daughter, which is 12 <laughs> now, but, you know, uh, you know, just being back closer to family, closer to home. Um, and for, for me, professionally, it was, uh, was was what was what brought me back here to Missouri.
0: And what was that like working with the Niche Food Group?
2: It was amazing. It was incredible. Yeah. I am very fortunate to kind of move through a lot of those kitchens and concepts uh, was wonderful. And then, you know, as far as the Union Loafers connection, just as a, as a guest and, and using that product and bread on, on different menus around town really, you know, started that relationship and presented this opportunity. So, yeah. Yeah. Cool. What
0: made you want to make that shift?
2: Um, you know, I was just kind of looking for, I was at a point in my life, looking for some, some just scheduling differences. Uh, yeah. The more daytime leaning hours of this are uh, more conducive to what I was looking for, sure. and, you know, still a very high volume, very demanding environment, which I love. I think I thrive with that stress uh, and just, you know, working for people that really love and care what we're doing and who we're doing it with and for, and it's important, so.
0: What was sort of the biggest change for you coming from, you know, looking at some of kind of your resume in terms of New York and then coming to St. Louis, um, you know, more of a fine dining versus coming to sort of a more casual environment while also a casual environment that takes food very seriously. What was the biggest shift?
2: Oh, I mean, there's, there's been a lot of shifts over the year, but really it's just, uh, I, I feel like it's kind of a mentality that you have to bring with you to work, you know, like everything is, every, every level of dining and execution is just as serious as the next, as mm-hmm. long as you're, you know, applying yourself, uh, appropriately, in yeah. my opinion, so. Yeah. Uh. I don't know. Not not a lot of changes. Just different different scenery, I guess. A little different yeah, scenery. Know, yeah. A little
0: different schedule. You're for not sure. It's not as sure. late of night. I'm it's... I'm definitely
2: more of a morning person, so this is well. That probably
0: works for a bagel yeah, environment, yeah, right? This, this is good. Jackie, what's your background? When did you kind of get into the food business? Uh,
1: I my dad's a chef, so I've always been okay. in the food world. <laughs> uh,
0: but I my
1: background is I went to St. Louis Community College in the baking and pastry program. Most of my work experience is like uh, operations and fast casual. Okay. So counter service is where the world I come from.
0: Sure. Yeah. What, you said your dad's a chef, what drew you into the food world? Oh, um, everything about it. You know, I
1: think in school I was never good at staying in my seat or being still or being quiet. <laughs> so the, the energy, I guess, is what, what was, uh, intriguing to me and yeah. what I wanted to be a part of. You know, you can be loud and, and move around and cause a ruckus in a good way for something positive, you know?
0: Absolutely. What was your first kitchen job? My first
1: kitchen job was a dishwasher at a country club. Okay. Yep.
0: (laughs) (laughs) And how did you get involved with the bagel union loafer family?
1: Oh, I started working for union loafers in about 2016. So I hung around on the lunch crew and worked my way up. And then I joined the bread team in maybe 2018 and then moved on to bagel world.
0: What drew you to it and what kept you there? Because I know, you know, a lot of times people move around a lot in yeah. this industry. Uh, what what drew you to that team?
1: Um, so I think that just with bread in general that um, you can't just figure it out and do the same thing the next day and get the same results. Mm. So like the challenge to me is that you always have to kind of be reactive depending on what's going on.
0: Yeah. What, um, I mean, had you had a lot of experience with bread making?
1: <laughs> um. Not in particularly. Yeah. I mean, yes and no. Most of what I learned, other than my background in school, was self-taught. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, that was yeah. The intrigue of loafers—they're making the best bread in the city—and right. I wanted to be a part of that.
0: Absolutely. You know? What we talked about kind of bagels, but let's talk about that bread. I mean, you were—you are were on the bread team. You said, what makes their bread so freaking good?
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, attention to detail. Like, well, yeah, I would say that that holds true company-wide across you know the lunch menu the dinner menu the bread the bagels all of it is just attention to detail
0: and when we're talking about bread you know and you talked about you can't always replicate it exactly because it's very temperamental i guess is that how you would say and the st louis weather is always changing (laughs) how much does that play into sort of the bread making process? Uh, it definitely plays into effect.
1: Uh, you know, our mixed temperature on the water is very different in January than it is in July. Uh, so that, you know, that amongst other things.
0: Uh, and so wh- walk us through, like, the process. I mean, start to finish on, you know, a loaf of bread that someone's picking up. What goes into that? Oh, man,
2: it's been a while since
0: I've been on the bread scene. <laughs>
2: I mean it's the same as bagels it's, it's though. The same like, as bagel. Yeah, it's a I mean, multi day process. It's a multi
1: day process. You have to yeah, you have to plan way ahead. You have to know all your factors, you have to time manage like anything else, mm-hmm. you know, and make sure with bread specifically, I think, versus bagels is that the bread has to have time to cool. Especially if you're slicing it and bagging it, whereas mm-hmm. bagels they can come hot out of the oven straight into your paper bag.
0: Right, right. So. Which is kind of, you know, what's happening here at Bagel Union. I mean yeah. you guys are just That's our goal. <laughs> turning <Yeah>. them out. <laughs> yeah. Because Yeah, I'm always so interested about the logistics of it. I mean, how many bagels can go in an oven? How quickly are you restocking those shelves here?
1: Oh, so we have uh, thirty-five bagels on a bagel board. So two bagel boards are going in the the boil kettle at a time. That's seventy bagels. Seventy bagels will go onto one deck of the oven, and there's four decks on the oven.
0: A lot of math that goes involved. A lot of math. (laughs)
2: math. Yeah, Uh, Ted. Ted was. Vacuuming the bagel oven when I got here this morning, uh, which he does once a week. Okay. Um, But I asked him to crunch some numbers, and he said right around 250,000 bagels have come out since since opening February. That's
0: insane. Pretty wild.
2: (laughs) Yeah, pretty wild. It's a lot of
0: bagels. What do you? I mean, what do you think has brought that sort of demand? Is it just how good the product is? Do you think? The excitement,
2: I think, I think so. I mean, you know, like like Jackie was talking about the reputation that that Loafers has built with the you know the attention to detail and consistency and everything. I think there's a level of trust that you know we were going to execute bagels on on that same level. And I mean, I I don't I don't think I'm biased. I think they are. I mean, they're incredible. They're they really so craveably are good. So good. Uh, yeah.
0: And describe I mean, because people talk about bagels and, you know, they talk about New York style bagels, they talk about just like different style what how do you describe the bagel union bagel?
1: I would describe it as a New York style bagel. Okay. Yep.
2: Yeah. for sure. Yep. I mean
0: And what does that mean? What makes it that?
1: Uh, the boil the boil and baking process, baking mm-hmm. on the burlap boards. Yeah, yeah, the shape.
2: Yeah, I think I think the boil and then the bake and the, the crust is like shatteringly crisp. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The crumb is like nice and chewy. It's, it's just so much fun to eat. Like, it's so much fun to eat.
0: <laughs> I know. It's funny because as we're sitting here and having this conversation, the number of people that are walking up to this door yeah. right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> have you guys talked about expanding hours? I mean, is it even feasible with that three-day process? We haven't talked about it yet. So maybe in the future. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but How exciting for you, though, is that to, I'm sure it's, it's not fun to turn people away but what does it feel like to see that sort of love and demand?
1: It's great, it's a thrill I think it's very encouraging for me personally uh, and definitely is a, a huge source of motivation to do more and do better you know?
0: Absolutely
2: yeah, yeah.
0: what's, okay now I gotta ask which one of,
1: what your favorite bagel is? <laughs> <laughs> currently cinnamon raisin okay, okay Yeah.
0: Brian?
2: I, I go for the Sitzel nickel okay, yeah
0: and for someone who doesn't know what that is, because they might see the name and be like, I don't know what that is.
2: I had to do some research, too. <laughs> uh, but a pumpernickel bagel is my favorite bagel. But The okay. Sitzel is the cornmeal on the outside. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong. That's correct. Yep. <laughs> so, okay, I had to do it's some my, research is my research wrong? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 no, I had to look into that. Uh, yeah. And then I, personally, I like the scallion cream cheese. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. so good. It's, it's, I mean. delicious.
0: Yeah. Um, when you are, are thinking about what the future of this company holds, you know, I know there's expansion of Union Loafers in the, in the Botanical Heights area. Um, kind of talk to us about that, of what you can, of, of kind of how this company is growing.
2: Um, I guess, I mean, like what I would feel comfortable saying is, You know, a lot like we were talking about just the demand here and at the cafe is the same people lining up and checking to see if we're open yet and stuff like that. And we just want to, you know, responsibly grow into that demand and be able to offer it in a comfortable way that's, you know, able to get the fresh, freshest, best product to, you know, our guests. And then also still be able to comfortably serve what we've become known for, you know, Mm -hmm. just make sure everybody's from from production to eating it you know like comfortable and enjoying it you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. just trying to to grow into that
0: so cuz the the bread retail portion is moving down the
2: road mhm that's correct
0: okay what's the, how's that going what's the
2: uh it's going good we've partnered with union studios which uh, is a
0: really great little boutique right over there in the botanical Heights absolutely Hots yeah area. Uh,
2: so we're going to move some retail bread up the street there um And then that'll just kind of streamline the dining experience during the day at the cafe. You know, so the, if you're waiting in line for just a loaf of bread, you don't have to do that. And if you're waiting in line for a sandwich, you don't have to stand behind people that are potentially just Mm -hmm. stocking up on loaves for the week or whatever. So just kind of a a more comfortable experience for everybody and, you know, return to table service and Mm -hmm. stuff like that.
0: Does it expand the production ability by doing that or is this just a, a retail aspect?
2: That is currently just a retail aspect, but we are working on some production uh, expansion as
0: well. Mm -hmm. Um, And you mentioned, obviously, your work with the Niche Food Group. You utilized Union Loafer Bread all the time. Talk about that sort of partnership that Union Loafer's has with restaurants across the community.
2: Yeah, I mean, I think it's... uh, What's the game recognized game, you know, <laughs> like, it's just a, just a mutual respect of, of, like, wow, this is an incredible product. And we want to, we want to feature this on our menus. I mean, like plenty of, plenty of other restaurants. We have like a ton of, uh, wholesale accounts, uh, that use our bread. And, like, that's, mm-hmm. I think that's really awesome. Like it was, it was cool on the outside getting that product, but now being on the inside, seeing how many people, uh, use our product as well is so cool I mean but it's I yeah I think it's just like just recognizing how how good the product is and how much fun it is to use that and be proud of it and stand behind it and be like hell yeah this is where we get that and do you remember kind of your first time
0: trying the product seeing it you know in I mean did you bring it into the restaurant that you were working in like walk me through that process
2: if you remember it (laughs) I'm, I, I feel like the first time may have been samples. Ted may have dropped off some samples. I'm really not sure. I think <laughs> the first the first time I used it on a menu, I believe was on uh, a for taste uh, when when I was there.
0: Because sometimes it's I mean it's that simplicity of it, but it's that's what makes it so good.
2: Absolutely. Yep. I mean, just f- focusing on really good ingredients to put on it so it's not stealing. Uh, but sharing the, sharing the spotlight with mm-hmm. that incredible bread. I mean, yeah. yeah. And
0: and you've been with Union loafers for a while. What what has it been like to see sort of that part grow, that relationship with um, other restaurants?
1: Um, I mean, I take it as a compliment personally because, kind of like Brian was saying, it's just uh, it's the recognition. You know, if they're going to be putting out a product that is not something that we are making but they're still using our bread to do it. It Mm -hmm. is, it's kind of including us in the process, you know, and in the presentation and that feels good.
0: Are there places that you go that you see it on the menu and you're like, oh, didn't, didn't realize that they were, or do you know, I maybe you know those. I know pretty much. I mean, I know where
1: they're at most of the time. (laughs) I had my fair share of time bagging all the wholesale bread, you know,
0: (laughs) right?
2: Yeah. I said the the mornings at the cafe, I mean, if if you're not on the baking team, I'm not on the baking team. They don't want me touching the bread, (laughs) baking the bread. Uh, but when you get there in the mornings, uh, all of the all the different wholesale accounts are being bagged up. So okay. Uh, on this side of things, we definitely know where uh, everything's. Gonna, How
0: many wholesale clients are there?
2: I don't know. I
0: don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but it's on a lot of menus. It's, it's on
2: a lot of menus, and we definitely have uh, some more queued up that hopefully with. You know, expanded production we're able to accommodate them as well
0: yeah, yeah. so you're not allowed to, to
2: bake so <laughs> <laughs> i'm not a baker like, i'm not a, i'm not a bagel baker i'm not a bread baker <laughs>
0: so talk to us about then that role that you have in sort of taking this incredible baked product and helping shape the the menu for the restaurants
2: uh, sure. I mean, you know, i we've, we've run some different specials and stuff since I've, since I've been on board and that's been a lot of fun, but really it's just an, an eye to consistency and, you know, managing staff and product and timelines and things like that. Uh, just making sure we're, we're maintaining this brand, but always, always looking to the future and how we can, you know, make something better, even if it's something that we've been doing for years mm-hmm. or if it's something new we're we're rolling out. So.
0: How, how does that
2: sort of thought process work
0: when you're looking at improving something that so many people think is already incredible, but you do want to kind of grow and improve? How does that conversation go in your head and then in the kitchen?
2: It, it's pretty intense because, you know, we, we produce on a large, a large scale volume and... It has to be consistent. Like, if you come in on Tuesday for a sandwich, you got to get that same sandwich on Friday. Mm-hmm. And, you know, everybody misses a mark from time to time, for sure. We're human, but uh, there, there's a lot of tasting and testing that goes into, uh, into these things, for sure.
0: You guys have expanded the menu, it feels like, at Union Loafers. Um, it feels like there's a lot more sandwiches. Um, is that something that you hope to keep seeing, adding new things, keeping those favorites? talk about that menu.
2: Def, definitely keeping favorites. I mean there are some things that just can't ever go away. And that's wonderful <laughs> like, what? like that's uh, I, I mean for me personally the turkey and swiss that's <laughs> <Yeah>. my
1: <laughs> that was going to be my answer as really? well. <laughs> yeah, that's my <laughs> go to. Like, I mean that's that's
2: the roasted or the chicken on our menu, you know, the little gem I mean, salad. the yeah, little yeah, gem salad is little gem true anywhere. <laughs> yeah. It's I mean those are those are untouchables but if like if if we can find a way to uh, improve those things or ingredients or whatever, and still make sure that it resonates with guests the same way and with us. Uh, then we'll do that. And then I guess I kind of lost track. Of the, well, you know, the it's actually funny bit. that both of you <laughs> said the turkey
0: because that sandwich is so simple, but it is so good.
2: That's yeah. amazing. Um, and I you know, think that
0: kind of speaks to what this brand does well: is yeah. that that simplicity and letting that bread just really shine on the sandwich and yeah. adding just those things that make it a sandwich versus just eating a piece of bread which I would also love to do all the time. <laughs>
2: <laughs> and that's you know that's though like lo- looking to sandwiches like that as a guideline for running specials and coming up with stuff like making sure they fit inside of our mm-hmm. brand and everything and ma- like making sure they make sense for the concept and not just you know bouncing wild ideas off the wall basically yes. but but we like to have fun too. Then there's, you know, there's there's room for that. Whether yeah. that's a bagel or a pizza or a pop-up or, you know, whatever.
0: Because the pizza is also delicious. We haven't really talked about that. I mean, that sort of feel, did that, again, you, you were newer coming in last year. But when you look at the pizza and the success that that has had at, at night there at Union Loafers, what excites you about that?
2: I've... I mean, that, that pizza excites me, but it's, uh, we have such a cool team of people that, you know, just the, the same way we have bakers that come in and start the doughs and uh, starters and everything, same thing with, with pizza dough, like that, that pizza dough is getting fermented overnight and portioned and made every day and everything, and that team that works pizza is so incredibly passionate about pizza, it's pretty fun just to be in that room and be part of those conversations, I mean, they're... Pretty single, single-minded.
0: single Describe that pizza. I mean, St. Louis has a, a whole lot of different kinds of pizzas around town, but describe the pizza that Union Loafers is doing.
2: Um, I, you know, I've, I've heard Ted describe it as like a, a mix between Neapolitan and New York style. Mm-hmm. I think that's um, the most accurate description. Yeah. And, I don't know, delicious? I think mean, that's the best way I can yeah. describe it. Save room for some, some buttermilk to dip your crust in. Mm. Personal opinion, but I like the <laughs> dippies. So.
0: Yeah. You, you sort of talked about, uh, we've talked about that growth. What do you hope to see in terms of growing this brand and helping it reach sort of that next level? Jackie? Jackie?
1: Uh, from the bagel side, I would just say I'd like to be selling more bagels and making more bagels in one way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm.
0: I think the people yeah. would agree. The people of St. Louis want the bagels. They want more bagels.
2: Yeah, I mean, I guess just, you know, it's, it's exciting that we're we're focusing on how to maintain our, our level of consistency while still, uh, you know, amping up production and everything. I think that'll be really cool just to see us be able to reach more people, be able mm-hmm. to provide to more accounts. Like I was I was saying with wholesale, like we do have uh, a list of people that would love to also use our bread that we can't currently accommodate, mm-hmm. but, you know, hopefully very soon we'll be able to do that and you'll be able to experience union loafers on other people's, more other people's menus mm-hmm. as well. So.
0: What's been the best moment, mr am start with you, Jackie, since opening here, is there a day, a moment you can point to that you just, like, that feeling was just like, this is awesome?
1: Uh, I wouldn't say an, a, a specific day in particular, <laughs> but I do get the most thrill out of walking from the back kitchen through this doorway and looking at a room full of people on a Saturday and just trying to decide which bagels I want to put in the oven next, you know? <laughs> it's thrilling. Brian? Brian? Uh
2: bagel specific or company? If
0: you can say either one.
2: I guess I'd be mm. <laughs> I mean, it's similar, I mean, but it's it's really like that's one of the things that draws me in this industry, right? Yeah, like just absolutely. seeing how many people were hopefully able to make happy in a day and you know, like I we've we've set some record numbers of sandwiches produced at the cafe just in the in the time that I've been there. And like that that feels really good. I mean that feels really, really good. Like that many people were so jazz to come out and you know see what we're doing and what we care so much about so.
0: if you haven't been to either of the spots talked about in this episode put them on your list union loafers in south st louis is open for lunch tuesday through sunday and dinner which features that fantastic pizza we talked about tuesday through saturday and you can get your bagel fix at bagel union wednesday through sunday thanks for listening and we'll meet you back here next week